Hi, everybody. Welcome back to my podcast. This is Life Unfiltered. I'm your host, Alexa Curtis. And it's been 84 episodes, I think this week is. I hope you guys liked Asia's episode last week. Unfortunately, the sound was not as ideal as I like it to be. So I'm working really hard on making the sound better for the podcast because I know that so many of you like listening and trying to focus on all these different areas and things that I'm doing. Um, sometimes I lack, I feel like in other areas, and maybe that's why that particular sound wasn't as good. I was testing on a new microphone. But anywho, hopefully you guys will be able to get adjusted as I do to new guests and new microphones and all of that stuff. Before I get into the episode, I want to say make sure you're following This Is Life Unfiltered on social media at at T-I-L-U podcast and at Alexa underscore Curtis. I've had a lot of you reach out and ask for me to start videotaping my episodes, so that's what I'm going to do. The first one is up now on my IGTV, which is this episode, and I'm also going to start doing this with guests. So before I get into this week's episode, I want to talk a little bit about what's been going on. I've had a decent amount of guests on the podcast over the past few weeks, and it's really important for me to let you guys have a glimpse into my life as often as I give you glimpses into other people's lives. So I was just out of town, out of LA for a decent amount of time. I was in visiting my sister who lives in Turkey for a few weeks, then I was in London, and then I went back to Boston, and then I went to the Hamptons for the weekend, and then I came back to LA, and it's always an adjustment period for me coming back to LA because... You know, I've talked how often about living in LA and how sometimes lonely it can be and how a lot of times living here is not my favorite place to live. But at that point, I was a little bit ready to actually leave LA. I felt, I mean, not to leave LA, to leave the East Coast when I was there for like over a week and a half. It's great to see my family and whatnot, but I don't really necessarily feel like being in Connecticut. I have anything there for me anymore, if you know what I mean. Like, obviously, my family is there, my parents, but I don't necessarily feel like there's anything holding me back there. I don't really have a lot of friends left in Connecticut. And that's what I wanted to talk about on this week's episode. It's actually bullying. And I think that's a topic, especially now that so many of you guys are going back to school, that it's really important that is talked about as often as possible. A friend of mine, when I got back to LA, actually texted me and asked me for some other general advice. She's decided, I think, to like drop out of college and move to New York. And she wanted to know how I moved to all these different cities. I've lived in New York, Boston, LA now, and how I've just kind of moved out on a whim and done it not knowing anyone. And I replied with some advice for her, but I know many of you guys, as you go back to school, you might be preparing now for the next phase of your life or when you're going to move out. And I think I filmed a lot of different episodes on that topic, or I've also um, posted a bunch of stuff on my website about that. I can try and link some stuff below, but if a lot of you guys are finding that you're wanting to also move out now or you're ready and you're scared to do it, I've talked a lot about this. So definitely go back through old episodes and whatnot if you need some inspiration. Also want to quickly mention too, obviously last week there was multiple shootings and I'm not going to go too much into it. I don't really voice my political view too much on the internet. I try and stay very neutral. I really dislike Trump and I'm a Democrat and I... I'm very against Trump and everything that he stands for. Um, So besides that, because I don't want to offend anyone, 
I encourage all of you guys to vote. Please vote in 2020. Please watch the debates as they happen. Um, please educate yourself about gun violence and mental health and mostly gun violence. I'm a firm believer in the fact that I think that it's the guns, not the mental health. Uh, and I don't disclose too much about my feedback on the internet about that either because so many of you guys have different opinions and I appreciate and respect everyone's opinions and never want to offend anyone. Um, but that is my personal belief if you were wondering. And I think being educated on both gun violence and mental health is crucial in this journey that we are all on to make America not such a terrible place right now. Um, and, and yeah, so I think the more that you guys can educate yourself or if you're a parent listening, educate your kids about gun violence um, and even potentially the signs as you go back to school. I would really like to see more parents educating their kids as they go back to school about what they should look out for if they see kind of somebody who has those traits or has put negative stuff online or on social media. That all go best, goes back to social media. So besides that, let's talk about this week's episode. So something I really want to talk about this week is bullying. Most of you guys know that I was bullied when I was younger. I have dealt with a lot of bullying my whole life. I was not this confident, cute girl when I was younger. I was very insecure. I had a lot of different body image issues. I personally was just not somebody who thrived in group settings. I have always been a little bit um, intimidated by kind of like being around other people or especially people that I don't know. And so as I grew up, that was a huge reason why I was bullied. And a lot of times now people are like, oh, how are you bullied? Like you're white and you're from Connecticut and you're pretty. And I'm like, oh boy, if only you knew. So those of you out there who have struggled with bullies and bullying, you know what I'm talking about. And going back to when I was younger, like I was not confident starting this career journey and this platform has made me more confident. But that's like the reason I started this was because I was so insecure. So for those of you who look at me now, maybe think about how much I've transitioned or go through old blog posts to realize how long it's taken me to kind of come out of my shell and grow into myself. But the thing that is so important to realize about bullying, whether you guys are younger, older, whatever age you are, is that people from all walks of life deal with bullying. And unfortunately, social media has created this platform that has so much good on it and also has so much negativity. And there's a lot of influencers and celebrities and whatever you want to call them out there who don't necessarily talk about bullying. And bullying happens to so many people in the public eye. Like I'm very lucky. I think that the platform that I have, I've created a really safe space, hopefully for you guys, so that not many of you find the need to like attack me unless I'm crazy and do something insane, which I really try and heavily avoid doing and haven't ever done. Uh, but I, I am very aware of bullying and I still get sometimes very mean messages or emails or comments on posts. And for me now, because I dealt with bullying when I was younger, I'm so used to it. Uh, so I don't really feel like it gets to me as much as it used to, but at the end of the day, anyone being mean or putting anyone down, like it's going to get to you. And I feel like if we as a community and just people in general can create the safe space that we all realize that like we're going through something, you know, those of you who feel like you're really alone and you're being bullied and like there's nobody else going through you, through this with you, like I went through this. So many people who I know go through this and are still struggling with bullying. And there's a whole side to it too, that if you're listening to this podcast and you actually are a bully, you know, there's a whole group of people out there who are on the other side of things that are so insecure that they're putting other people down. 
And so there's two sides to that equation. And unfortunately, so much of bullying happens in schools and people don't feel comfortable sharing about it and telling their experiences. But that's the best thing. The best piece of advice I can have is whether it means talking to your parent. I never wanted to talk to my parents, whether it's talking to a school counselor. I never wanted to talk to a school counselor, but talking to a friend, a sibling, somebody out there, a hotline. It is so crucial for you guys to realize that you are not alone. And I cannot preach it enough. I spent so much of my childhood feeling so alone, so insecure, like I had nothing. Um, And, you know, I I really didn't have anything. Like I didn't have a strong support system. I didn't have a lot of friends. And that's a really terrible thing to deal with, especially at those crucial ages where you're just getting comfortable with yourself and like you're learning about yourself. But if you can now realize that I look back and I think, oh my gosh, all those times I felt so bad about myself and I felt so insecure and I felt so alone, all of that made me who I am today. So if those of you struggling with being bullied can channel that energy and that fear and that anxiety into something bigger, that's when you create something that's incredible. One of my friends who I've also had on the podcast, Gabby Frost, if you guys aren't familiar with Buddy Project, she started this incredible project. I think she had been bullied. She also dealt with mental health issues. And she really channeled a lot of that anxiety and depression and whatnot into creating Buddy Project. And Buddy Project has really shaped the way that people communicate about bullying because like I said, you know, being bullied or, or, or feeling like you're being put down, it's in a sense, it's a weakness. Like I felt and, and not necessarily a weakness in a negative way, but I remember when I was being bullied, like I felt so vulnerable and I felt like I could not tell people I was being bullied because I didn't want to be that statistic. When in reality, so many people are bullied and you are not a statistic because you are being bullied. If anything, if you're getting bullied, you're actually better than everyone because in my opinion, if somebody's putting somebody else down, it's completely unacceptable, but also they're not, like a bully isn't going to put down a bully. So if they're putting you down at the end of the day, you are doing something that makes this person insecure. So therefore, it's not acceptable in any way. But I look back and I think, man, if I could have taken all the times that somebody put me down or made me feel better, joked about my blog. And if I knew that it was because maybe these people were jealous of me or because they wanted to be doing this and they were insecure on your own, man, I would have matured so much quicker. I would have become such a happier person, um, such a happier person faster. So what I've talked a lot about on this podcast, as well as in general on my platforms is about friendship and the difficulties when you're growing up and when you're my age, like 21 or younger, older, whatever. And you are going through so much different stuff relating to new friends and old friends and finding out who your true friends are. I've had to learn to let those people go and that part of my life go because it no longer applies to me. And so on the topic of bullying and to talk more about bullying, the first key thing that I wanted to bring up, and if you guys want to head to lifeunfilteredwithalexa.com, you can read more about this particular blog post that I put together. Uh, But the one thing that I wanted to talk about with bullying is number one, social media. I mean, obviously this website that I have is about social media and it's about mental health. And the key topic and thing about social media and about mental health is that there is so much that goes on behind the scene. So 
the first thing being the Finsta. Many of you young people out there and parents even know about Finstas. And what a Finsta is, is basically a platform on social media. It's an Instagram additional page, uh, separate from maybe your public page. And it's a page that you feel like you can post content that maybe you wouldn't post on your real page. And, you know, when Finsta started coming out, I really actually appreciated the concept behind a Finsta because I do feel like there are so many young people out there who post very inappropriate things on their public page. And now it's more acceptable to post things on your quote unquote Finsta because it's just your closest friends or like it's just your family and whatever. But on the topic of bullying, just because you have a Finsta doesn't necessarily mean that you should go and post anything. And I really learned this the hard way. The reason I've been talking more than I feel like I usually do about bullying over the past week, few weeks is I had a really um, kind of quite terrible thing happen. I obviously have a Finsta. I mean, I don't post my whole life on my public Instagram. Like I'm a I guess a public figure. I don't really like that term, but I can't, I can't just post anything that I want. So like I have a private Instagram and I post my friends and just my personal life and whatever. Um, and there was a situation that occurred a few weeks ago where somebody actually got access to my Finsta and did a little bit of damage by sending multiple pictures to people that were just not meant to be sent to. And at the end of the day, it hurt me so deeply and somebody who's no longer in my life anymore. And I didn't actually realize that bullying was as severe and as prevalent as it is when you get older. And I know that sounds really crazy, but once you leave high school, you kind of expect bullying to stop. And in reality, it just gets worse. So many of you who are dealing with bullying and struggling in high school, if anything, or middle school, whatever, the bullying will actually, that you deal with now, if you're dealing with any, will prepare you for the future because it really doesn't get, get doesn't get easier. And so the tactics that, and kind of measures you can take when you're younger to deal with bullying and try and overcome it will truly, truly, truly help you guys in the future as you get older so you don't freak out. Um, it's sometimes very difficult for me because I'm such a I feel like genuine and authentic person to deal with any kind of mean, meanness in a sense, and especially when it comes to bullying. And I talk to so many of you guys who have also dealt with bullying too, but bullying is just a really really terrible thing. And unfortunately, there's no way to prevent it. But the Finsta, that whole situation that happened to me a few weeks ago, really reminded me that bullying is very prevalent in all age groups. And also that bullying on social media is really um, relevant. And the more you expose yourself on social media, the more you allow yourself to be attacked by other people. So let this experience that I had with my Finsta make you guys realize that you need to be extra cautious, even if you think you have a group of friends around you that are really supportive, or even if you like are dating somebody who you think you can trust. I don't really think you can trust anyone until you kind of really know deep down in your gut and you've known someone for long enough when somebody's intentions are. And a lot of times people's intentions change. And if your gut is telling you, you know, get this person off of your account, or like if this person's being rude to you, don't keep them in your life. Like nobody, none of you guys deserve ever to be put down. And even if you find yourself occasionally, like if you put somebody down and 
and and hurt somebody's feelings. I mean, at the end of the day, we're all human. And if it happened once, like that's okay. It's it's not, you don't have to be happy and perfect and everything all of the time. Perfection doesn't exist. But you do need to be cautious and aware of your surroundings and how your words and also your posts can affect you. So before you go and post anything on social media, realize that somebody could turn anything around and I've had many times where I've posted something on social media that was supposed to be so positive and so uplifting and people completely twisted it. And that's the thing about the internet that people don't realize is this is not reality, right? Like if I post something on social media, it is a side of my story. It is one thing that I think, but I am limited to an amount of characters or an amount of pictures or whatever that I can talk about or that I can say. And so that's why it's really quite important that the people you are following and filling your news feeds with, you also really trust and are find are very authentic because they will inspire and empower you to post certain things as well. Uh, So reading more about this blog post that I posted. So I talked more during this post about how I dealt with bullying and how I personally overcame it. And, you know, I think I don't feel like I ever really overcame it. I have very, very difficult moments where I feel like I'm still dealing with that kind of stuff. And there's obviously like PTSD that happens when you're bullied. I mean, I know a lot of other people who are older than me who dealt with bullying when they were younger and they feel like there's certain moments where they actually have like they have moments where they kind of have flashbacks and I find that too. And, you know, the type of bullying that I feel like I endured and maybe I still endure to this day, you could chalk it up to just the fact that girls in school are mean or girls in general are mean, you know, boys also bully boys and girls too. But I personally was always bullied by girls. And, but I don't think that's an excuse. I mean, I really think that bullying and being aware of bullying and what bullying is starts from the parents. And if, and if you find that your child is putting somebody else down, like, oh my gosh, you have every reason and like need to stop that from happening because people take this for the rest of their life. Like they will deal with bullying for the rest of their life. If it happened to them once, it's just things that they don't remember. But I do remember I was always very insecure and scared about reaching out for help. And as I've gotten older, that's something that's become a lot easier for me. But reaching out for help is really scary because like I said earlier in this episode, by reaching out for help, you admit that there's an issue. And when you're in high school or when you're in middle school, the one thing you want to not show is any weakness. You don't want to show that you're bad in gym class or that you suck at math or that you're being bullied by somebody because it's a really scary thing. And I wish I could simply talk to every single one of you who listens or follows me and tell you that it's going to be okay and it will get better. But you guys really have to learn that for yourself because it takes a period of time to get over bullying and realize that you're so much better from this person but than that person that's putting you down. But I truly encourage as, as much as I can for many of you to reach out and seek help. If somebody is truly making you feel bad or putting you down, you do not have to suffer. I cannot say it enough. I wish I had been more confident and less insecure and less vulnerable as a young person to reach out for help. I don't always think that contacting a principal at the school makes a difference. I remember when I had multiple situations happen when I was younger, I don't necessarily feel like the principal made a huge impact because you know, when you contact somebody who's older to try and help you through something that so many people deal with, they come from a 
a perspective where they're like, oh, this is just kind of standard. I mean, unfortunately, in society nowadays, like bullying is is expected. Like, you know, many of you go to school and probably think like you just expect to get bullied. And it's quite unfortunate. And it happens in all schools and and in all communities. Sorry, guys, that was my dad. It happens in all schools and it happens in all communities. And there is no reason for it, but people really tolerate it. And and that's one thing that I can say is you do not need to tolerate bullying. Like you need to learn and realize that you are so much better than the person that's bullying you. And that person really needs help. And by you reaching out, you're eventually going to help this person. And the people who I feel like tripped me on the bus or bullied me when I was younger, now I look back at them and I'm like, I wish I had stood up enough and been confident enough because I think I probably could have helped them. And obviously, like I said, you know, during that time period and when you're young and you're like in school and you're dealing with all these insecurities, it's very difficult to stand up to them. But please, please, please take my story as a reason to stand up and a reason to ask for help. And on the other side of things too, if you see somebody being bullied, you be the bigger person and you stand up and you make a difference. I never feel like I ever saw anyone being bullied. I mean, maybe I did. And I think if I had, I probably would have said something. But you can also be the reason that somebody doesn't self-harm or doesn't commit suicide. And that's a weight that nobody needs on their shoulder. And it is so easy to let other people know that you are there for them. Even if you're older and you're in a situation in a work environment where people or somebody is getting bullied, or you see somebody online getting bullied, stand up and say something. There's no need for negativity. People have different opinions. If you're seeing something on social media that potentially is offensive or could be offensive, you don't need to say anything that's like raunchy or going to start some crazy like online war, but you can reach out to somebody and say, hey, I dealt with this too, or... I, I'm there for you if, if you need something, like something as simple as that, that can change somebody's life. Like I really wish more people had reached out to me and been more, um, kind of positive about my blog when I started it, because I know I was kind of a, a weird kid and like, I didn't really have a lot of friends or anything, but like, that wasn't my fault. Like if more people had made me feel more accepted, I would have fit into society more. You know what I mean? So by you reaching out to somebody, even if you're a popular kid or like you're one of the top people in your workplace and by saying like, Hey, I'm there for you. If you need something, you create such a safer space and maybe you will actually save somebody's life. And it's the same with if somebody has an eating disorder or you seem somebody you notice somebody who you think is being abused in a relationship by reaching out and by saying like, hey, I'm here for you just if you need to talk. You create this really healthy dynamic where people feel like they're not alone. And by you saying that to one person, they're now going to say that to somebody else and somebody else. And we all just really want to create this domino effect as a community to make people feel more empowered and also to make people feel safer. And so that's where I come from. And something people ask me quite often is like, do I blame the people who were mean to me or bullied or like, do they reach out to me? And yeah, of course. Uh, No, I don't blame them. No, no. I don't blame them at all. If anything, I thank them because I would not have started this blog, but I don't blame anyone for anything. And of course these people and people from my hometown still reach out to me and, and, 
you know, like I've said in past and prior episodes, I'm very specific on my friend group and I keep such a tight friend group around me. So I, I take anyone's like opinion and, um, kindness and whatever, and, and you have to let things go. Um, but I also think that like, you know, people who were in my life necessarily when I was younger, like ever hurt me in some way. I don't, think that everyone deserves a second chance, but we can, you guys can hear more about that in like other episodes of the podcast, especially about stuff relating to friendships. And that's really one of the reasons why I'm so specific about my friend group is because I feel like I've been burned so many times and especially working in entertainment, I've done dealt with some of the craziest stuff and, and being bullied to this day by people even online and, and in entertainment and just in a range of different ways. Um, so, so yeah, I think that, uh, if you have been bullied and you are my age, that you really eventually have to let it go. You can't hold on to things and grudges because this and anything that happens to you made you who you are. But uh, there was one statistic actually that I wanted to say before I end this episode. And it says that 160 kids in the United States refuse to go to school each day for the fear of being bullied. So that's a crazy statistic to me. I mean, 160,000 kids in the United States right now deal with being bullied. That is absolutely unacceptable. And I would love to know from you guys as a society, what have any of you done to prevent bullying or what do you think could be done to stop bullying from happening in the way that it does? Obviously, I think it would be completely hard to eradicate bullying simply because bullying has just been around for so long and it's so easy now with the internet to abuse people and try and bring yourself up by bringing somebody else down. But as a young person in the community right now, or as a parent listening to this episode, how do you guys deal with bullying and how do you get over it? And how do you help somebody who is being bullied? Is there something that you say or have done to try and help somebody else who is being bullied um, get through that? I would love to hear that from you guys and any emails or comments after this episode. I would love to share. Uh, I think it's very important that we continue to talk more about bullying and we create safe and healthier spaces for children to go to school. And especially since so much crazy stuff right now is happening in the world, the last thing young people need to be dealing with is more anxiety or bullying um, or being put down. So yeah, that's kind of all I have to say for this week's episode. I wanted to film this and put it up because when that situation happened to me with my Finsta, it just really reminded me that bullying is alive and thriving and um, social media is not a place to share your life. And obviously I've try and be as authentic and honest with you guys in my experiences. I want you guys to all know that like we're on this journey together. So when something happens to me, I share it with you in the hopes that you guys will not make the same mistakes. So please, please, please always be cautious what you put on social media. Always be cautious about the people who are around you and don't be afraid to reach out for help. Everyone is struggling with something, whether it's right now, whether it's in the past, maybe you were bullied and now you're realizing that you need to go to therapy or you need to deal, deal with something please, please, please do. There are so many places out there for you to get help and feel more secure and whatnot. So uh, before I end this episode, if you guys want more 
advice or opinions on bullying or how to deal with it, definitely go to stopbullying.gov. You can also go to No Fear, which is another platform to help prevent bullying. And also make sure you go back to lifeunfilteredwithalexa.com. I posted this post a few weeks ago on how I deal with bullying and it has more advice for you guys as well as some hotlines to use. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. If you watch this on IGTV or you would rather watch this streamed, uh, please head to Instagram at, at Alexa underscore Curtis. You guys can watch it there. And for those of you who are interested on the next summit, I have been posting on social media that I am now waiting on two schools to decide where the Be Fearless Summit in March of 2020 is going to come to. Fingers crossed. Please hang tight. It has been a lot more difficult than I anticipated to get this um, booked at another school, especially now that it's summer and things are very slow. And so I am now just trying to deal with summer and how slow things are and try and keep myself um, as involved in this idea as I can, because I'm obsessed with it, but summer is just so, so slow. Um, so yeah, so that's it, you guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to subscribe as well as I am not wearing a bra. Whoops. Uh, let me know on the podcast app and, um, tilupodcast.com who you want to see next on the podcast. And I will see you guys next week. Bye. (laughs) 